In recent years, several states have tried to legalize physician-assisted suicide or euthanasia. And so far, nine states have legalized it. Assisted suicide is making suicide available to the patient who takes their own life. Euthanasia involves a lethal injection by a doctor. The practice remains illegal in the U.S. However, Canada legalized euthanasia in 2016. Joining me today to discuss the ongoing proliferation of this is Chris Faddis, the co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare, a nonprofit HealthShare caring ministry faithful to the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us. This is a big subject, but we cannot deny it happening. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And it's definitely yeah, not an easy one to talk about, but an important one for sure. Chris, the number of people opting for physician-assisted suicide has risen steadily in the countries where it is allowed. What's going on here? Well, you know, look, the culture here and, and in Europe, and you know, it, it's really showing less reverence for life. And, and, and we're making more and more kind of assumptions that this is good for people and they should be able to choose and all these things. And, you know, you look at Canada's recorded more than 10,000 cases of assisted suicide in 2021. The Netherlands became the world's first country to allow doctors to kill patients upon request without there needed to be a terminal diagnosis, right? And and so far, they're saying 60,000 people have opted for the procedure. Um, and, you know, the, the, the program has become under scrutiny because it's showing that even kids with, all, with autism are starting to choose this assisted suicide route and be offered that route. Uh, and so it, it's a big issue that we have to be a pay, pay attention to because laws, uh, states across the country are starting to try to push these laws more and more. Uh, and and it's it's becoming more and more of a popular kind of approach, and more and more people are accepting this. Uh, sort of just like yeah, we, we why would we matter? Why would it matter? You know, people can make that own their decision. Chris, are there ongoing attempts here in the U.S. by some states to make assisted suicide law? I think here in Washington and Oregon, we know they call it the death with dignity laws. I mean, kind of tell us what this trend is happening across the country. Yeah, I mean. Multiple states have, have either passed or tried to pass laws. We're seeing, you know, there, there is certainly some pushback and enough, you know, resistance that it's not going totally smoothly, but it is starting to, to creep across the country. But there's, there's a major obstacle. And, and actually, I think this might be a, a bit of a, a sign of hope that we can stave this off longer. It's, you know, The Hill um, recently just post published an op-ed with the Patient Rights Action Fund, that, uh, which is an organization that's against you know, making assisted suicide legal, all about the violations against the American Disability with Disabilities Act that these laws present. Assisted suicide, according to the op-ed, violates the landmark legislation that codifies disability as a protected class, which in healthcare means that if you provide a certain standard of care to some people, like suicide prevention care, you cannot provide a different or lesser standard of care to others based on disability or illness. And so that's a big opportunity here we're seeing that, hey, the, the, the Americans with Disability Act, which is a very important law um, that is protecting, you know, people from being kind of discriminated against because of their quality of life, as it would be said, right, uh, it can actually prevent these laws from going into, a, into effect. 
Chris Faddis is the co-founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare. He's joining me today as we tackle a very important subject. So where does the Catholic Church stand on this? Because proponents for these bills and these laws say, look, these are people who are suffering. They are trying to take their health care into their own hands and be able to have a passing that is peaceful and by their own terms. The Catholic Church doesn't exactly see it that way. What, is, what does our church tell us? Yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, we, we certainly support the idea of palliative care. We, we support the idea that, that uh, and I say we as we as Catholics, we as the church, you know, and, and in church teaching, but church teaching most definitely supports the idea that someone can say, listen, the, the measures to which you're going to try to keep me alive or to save my life or to treat my disease are beyond extraordinary at this point, or I'm done, you know, fighting. I'm done taking chemotherapy for a say, or I'm done doing these other things. And, and there's certainly room for that. There's certainly room for a person saying, okay, I've tried to fight what I have, and I'm going to go ahead and surrender. And, and that's where you start to then get into the idea of palliative care and hospice care, making the person comfortable, making sure that they have what they need, food, water, oxygen, right? Um, making sure that they have, you know, some, you know, pain management, all of those things support, love, pastoral care, whatever they need, and helping them uh, naturally go to the end of life, right? And, and that is a beautiful process. In fact, it's, it's a time of incredible healing and a time of incredible um, letting go and surrendering. It allows a lot of things to happen in someone's life. Of course, it's painful. It's painful for the family. It's hard to watch. It's, you know, we, we get all of that. Um, and the person can feel oftentimes like a burden during that time. And yet, we believe that that time is such a time of opportunity for grace and, and for oh. suffering to be redemptive, right? And so the Church absolutely supports that idea. You do not, you are not forced to keep doing chemotherapy. You are not forced to keep taking extraordinary measures to save, save someone's life. Um, but we certainly don't do things that would, would uh, you know, kind of push someone towards the end or directly take their life. That that's something that that we would the church is consistent on. Oh, Chris, and for anyone who has sat on that bedside in those moments holding the hand of a loved one that in myself included as uh, my father-in-law passed as I prayed a divine mercy chaplet, mm-hmm. uh, those are irreplaceable moments of time and grace that God gives you and for sure moments that you would never want to let pass by you. Chris, tell us about how Solidarity HealthShare, as it relates to the moral challenges with healthcare today. Yeah, I mean, this is a big one, right? How do we make sure that our patients and our members are are treated with dignity at the end of their life? Uh, one thing we do is we, we do our best to make sure that we're catching these sort of things. If a, if a doctor started to lead a patient down this path of assisted suicide, we would intercept that and, and lead the patient in the right direction. Uh, and that's an important aspect. Having a healthcare provide, having a you know a healthcare program that supports you know church teaching and your desires, uh, and making sure that you're never going to pay for these things, but also that you're not going to be led down this path, and that you're given the proper life affirming, dignified care that you need at whatever stage in life you're in. Oh, well, it is wonderful that that is a difficult road and so many decisions that family members are having to make at the end of someone's life and to know that Solidarity HealthShare is there to help them make sure they navigate these waters well. It is fantastic, Chris, to have you here on the air with us today. Thank you so much for your time today. God bless you, Brenda. Great to talk to you.
God bless you, too. Again, that is Chris Faddis from Solidarity HealthShare. I will be sure to add all the information that will get you right to Solidarity HealthShare. You can find out answers to your questions and be able to talk to one of their great team members. I'll include that link on the podcast of this interview, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.